we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey guys, welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by our friends at Fly Racing. Uh, I'm stoked right now to have my pal Hunter Lawrence on the phone with me. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about you, Hunter, because all this fuss is being made over Jetson, right? But you're also, yep. you're part of the team as well. And it's like, you know what? I thought Hunter is my original Lawrence buddy. I got to call him up and, and you, you need just as much attention as the little brother. <laughs> Yes and no. I mean, it's debatable. Like, I'm not. I think he he deserves the ten, the attention now. You know, he just you know signed a Red Bull deal. Um, obviously, he finished. <clears throat> he won the last round, so he's you know the the hype about him is pretty high right now. So no, it's normal. I mean, it, it'd be if the shoe was on on my foot, it'd be the same for you know for myself. So no, it's not like I mean. I'm butthurt or anything like that or caring about it. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I mean, it's, you're only as good as your last race and he won his and I, I like my shoulder popped out. So (laughs) that's the nature of the beast and and it's just how it goes. So no, it's, it's fine, mate. It's, I don't look at it like that at all. I mean, well, you know, the same opportunity and, and, you know, we have a great partnership with Alpine stars as well. So, and as well as just obviously letting the cat out of the bag with, HRC. So the fact of, you know, me and Jet being factory HRC on 250s, that that alone is 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 huge. You know, like the fact that they're bringing you know 250s back into the the factory under the factory rig. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. So absolutely. But I mean, even when you and I first became friends, uh, I think I asked you about Jet, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. My brother's the good-looking one. He's the this and that. So, I mean, you were joking around about it, but right then I could tell, you know, you, you accepted that your brother is also a top guy. And so... Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's... In all reality, I mean, like, I failed if Jet isn't as good as me or able to beat me here and there and stuff, you know, like... I would consider this year as being a bit of a null and void year for myself just due to the fact I wasn't healthy. I, I wasn't 100% at all really this year, you know, so I don't really say that he's beaten me yet just because we've I've not raced him when I'm 100%, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll definitely see that in 2021. But yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, we failed. If he isn't as good as me or better on some days, you know, I mean, he's had – we've parved paved the way for him to where he is now you know this is the first year he's kind of set his own a name for himself you know apart from Brian Hunter's little brother so Mm -hmm. I mean I'm not like worried about it I mean ideally Jet and Hunter Lawrence would be the most winningest guys in motocross and supercross you know at the end of the day like maybe now it'd be like normal and selfish of me to want to do better and uh, have him like not perform as well as I do, but in 40, 50 years, 
I'm going to look back and go, man, it was like, man, we killed it. So glad we could do that together. You know, yeah. like when you think of Venus and Serena Williams, you know, <laughs> like, like that's, that's literally how, how I look at it. So no, I mean, I want him to do as best as he can do. And I mean, when I like dislocate my shoulder at the last round, like he was just as mad as I was, you know, like, yeah just because he's so gutted for me as, as well, you know, and then that's like <laughs> Lucas, you know, was trying to get him out of this mood because he was just so shitty and, and Lucas is like, oh, great, like today's going to be like horrible, you know, Jet's like grumpy, he's throwing the shits and stuff and and then, you know, I, I stayed just to watch the first race and as soon as I seen him come out of that first turn and second, I've gone like, fucking hell like great he's gonna win it you know like yeah. which you know i've just injured it and if jet's gonna go win like it's i was kind of like instant thing like man it sucks damn it you know <laughs> but that's just like you just know he was in the zone and stuff but yeah but yeah i love the chemistry that you guys have um i mean the shit talking is real right but I, but at the end of the day you both want the best for each other yeah for sure you know we may not say it to each other right in the moment but <laughs> Like I said, you know, in, in 30, 40 years time, like if let's say I let, you know, like Jet gets his work ethic from me, he gets his style from me, he gets his talent and all that stuff just looking up to me his whole life. So if I like, you know, wasn't working hard and stuff like that and let him get sidetracked and then I maybe picked it up and ended up being successful or whatever, I'd look back and go, man, like I really led him the wrong way because... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he might not say it and stuff, but I think he will if you were really talking to him that near mum and dad can vouch for this, that, you know, like, I'm his hero and then, like, my dad's my hero, you know. That's just that's just how it works with any family, you know. Like, you could speak for yourself, you know. You looked up to your older brother. Yeah. So, like, that's just how it goes, mate. That's, that's how life works sometimes. <laughs> okay, so at Fox Race, we had the finale. You dislocated your shoulder, I think, in practice, right? Yeah, the second qualifier. Did, did I you even, not even crash in a dislocation? No, I didn't. No, so we worked it out, actually. I only crashed twice this year, and it was at the first round. One, I got taken out by Mitchell Harrison. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Mitchell. And then once by myself in the second motor at the first uh, thing. So... And then the next time I dislocated it, well, the first time, sorry, was at Loretta Lynn's 2. I didn't crash. And then we went all the way through to the last round, and I didn't crash again. You know, it was in the second qualifier. First qualifier, I went P3 or P4. Mm-hmm. Um, I was starting to feel somewhat closer back to 100%. And then on the bike, and, and just my shoulder couldn't handle it. My shoulder could handle 70 80 90%, but not... Not a hundred percent. So, so yeah, it was a bit of a bummer, but at the same point, we kind of needed it to be done. And if it didn't dislocate that round, I would have, you know, just continued on into supercross and kept training. And then there could have been possibility for it to come out in supercross. And then I would have been, you know, a few weeks, a month, two months, maybe let's say worst case scenario, it happened in December. And now I'm missing the start of the supercross, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but to tighten everything up and, and do the latter J procedure. So, so how did it uh, come out? Was it like just a rough section 
and it dislocated? No, so it was on the like the rollers, so it came. It was coming out the front, so it was just the the un. I could smash into everything, and it was fine. We built muscle around; everything was fine, but it was just the unexpected pull when the bar would pull my left arm unexpectedly. That's when, that's when it would come out. Mm. So was it coming so out the it, front then? In yeah, the front and going down. Yeah, so basically it was, you know, like you could have had shoulders like Western Pike, but in that that one awkward position when your arms are stretched out when you're hanging off the back of it and you get that yank, your shoulder was coming out. It was like just how God created the shoulder. So, so yeah, we had to – Dr. Kramer did an excellent job and we done the Ladder J procedure, which is a bone graft to make the shoulder cuff, the golf tee, Mm-hmm. A little bigger, yeah, to fit the shoulder head. You know the so head bones. Is it? Are you alluding to it's just a, uh, the way your body was, you, way you're born? That cup wasn't big enough, or is it? Well, actually, you break it off. So, uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure I heard Kramer explaining it to us before the surgery, and he said how God's created the human body. The actual shoulder head, like the ball. Um, is actually too big for the the golf tee, the shoulder, like the the cuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. So basically, what they do is make the shoulder cuff bigger to fit that that ball in better, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. It Maybe we like- have a chat with God about why he he made shoulders <laughs> like that. But <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy when it comes out forward and down how. For sure. Deformed your shoulder looks, right? It's like uh, when I yeah. dislocated mine like that, it went forward and down, and I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's it's definitely, <laughs> you're like, okay, this is messed up. <laughs> yeah. Did you have it put in uh, at the Alpine Stars unit, or did you get it in yourself? No, the Alpine Star medics are unreal. They, they like luckily Johnny O'Mara was right there and he signaled to one of the team staff that was out on the track and they signaled to the Alpine Star medical crew and, and they came over and met me right beside the track and, and put it in. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, those guys uh, are freaking awesome. And, you know, at Loretta Lynn's, like when it happened in pit lane, I, I just knew and I rode straight off the track directly to the medical uh alpine star medical truck and mm-hmm. i just dropped my bike and i'm like hey look my shoulders out get in as fast as we can please <laughs> you know like just get this thing in please like it's out it's it's pretty bad i can't take my helmet off can you help me but just let's get this thing back in yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how they know the exact way to put it in too right oh they're, they're, they're doctors mate precision just super calculated they're they're unreal you know yeah. okay so you had the surgery uh and then you're in that horrible sling that has the pillow on your stomach, right? Yeah, yeah, that thing sucked, mate. I, I hate that thing, dude. But, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, when a dog has that crown, that, that cone? The cone, where, yeah. Like the cone of shame. It's yeah. like the freaking the sling of shame, you know? It yeah. just <laughs> You know, uh, you know Garth Mylan, right? The photographer? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, yes. He, when we worked together at Transworld, he had a shoulder surgery. And he was uh-huh. in that sling as well. And he was uh-huh. like, I hate this thing. I hate it. And yeah. uh, he used to live real close to me. So I was like, hey, let's get you to the house. 
So we went and we saw, I forgot what movie it was. It was a scary movie though. And we were sitting down in the movie. He's like, oh, I'm sitting down. I could take this thing off. And he unvelcroed it and everything. And he's just sitting there with his arm resting. And then something happened in the movie. And he goes, ah! <laughs> he jumped. And oh, then, no. And then he screamed because it hurt so bad. Yeah, I bet. Oh, dude, like the first two weeks. So my first shoulder surgery I had, I was good. Like I didn't take any painkillers. The next day I was like on a stationary cycle. Like I'm good, you know? Yeah. Dude. Like, I used the whole freaking painkillers prescription tablets they gave you. I was in so much pain. Mm. Like, I was texting Kramer, and I'm like, dude, like, did you cut my arm off and put something else in? Like, this is <laughs> painful, man. Like, and he's yeah. like, yeah, well, it was, you know, it was, we're not, like, doing little things in there. You know, it was pretty decent operation i'm like all right okay whatever like okay you're you're the dog like you're telling me he's like yeah just keep taking them i can like assign you some more and i'm like no i gotta get off these (laughs) things man like i'm i'm trying to go for hikes and and going to the gym and stuff taking painkillers that are like you know get you a little spacey and stuff like trying to stay fit and and blood flow and not lose too much fitness and i'm in the gym and just like Oh, I'm in a different world. <laughs> and then and then the pain from a shoulder is gnarlier because it's part of your core, right? So I mean, it's yeah, like- oh, it's that's like, dude, I sleeping sucked because I could only lay on my back. I had to have a pillow under this thing and a pillow there, and like straightening it out wasn't like comfortable. And oh man, it was, yeah. But it's good. It's good. It's yeah. all. So yeah, where good. where are you physically right now? Physically, I'm in yeah. a really good place. You're, we, you're- uh, we ran a lot of a lot of nutritional and, and blood tests and stuff and and like quite frankly figured out my body was pretty fucked up. Um, <laughs> like and what? so we've got that under control mm-hmm. and so I'm feeling like normal and just really good right now. You know, my shoulders coming along great. We're building that up, getting strength back in mobility and and we're we're about three three weeks of get off from getting back on the bike so we'll get back on the bike just before christmas and that'll leave us 60 days we've calculated roughly around two two months so we have we can ride 60 times before round one so it'll be it will be a very good little preseason. we're doing a lot of off the bike stuff which is going to carry us a long way and it's going to benefit us a lot more than it has in the past just because we've got my body working and functioning normal Mm -hmm. now so so that in itself has been a a really key factor and and you know we've been able to use this time to to restructure and and kind of rebirth ourselves so it's really good when you say testing and all that stuff and figuring things out were you like figuring out like food allergies and stuff like that yeah, so basically just, like, long story short, all of my insulin levels were way out. My body wasn't storing uh, fats and, and sugars in the right places, so everything would go to storage. I couldn't access my glycogen levels and stuff, so my body would just pump adrenaline. And then after I'd work out or train, you know, after adrenaline rush, you have a big down, you know, so I'd just nearly fall asleep. Mm-hmm. and like my body wasn't accessing its energy level so it was basically just cannibalizing itself mm-hmm. and it would just feed itself off of my muscle and and tissues and stuff so um yeah that's and like it's pretty gnarly and, and goes way deeper than that and 
and the people we've, you know, got in our crew and stuff are uh, unreal and, and the best at their job or what they do. So it's been awesome. Been super fortunate to have a, an amazing group of people around me, physio-wise, trainer, obviously Osho, and the nutritionist and, and doctors, you know, doing tests and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, very fortunate. You know, a lot of athletes go their whole career looking for a crew like this. So super grateful for that. Wow. Uh, so are you like eating way different or like a lot of different yeah. supplements and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So so everything's just completely different pretty much. Wow. So that's got to be kind of cool because you're you're prepared and armed with a completely different routine yeah mate no for sure for sure it's like like honestly with how i feel now i'm like dude i i don't even know how i like did even did what i did in the past you know like it's uh yeah pretty cool pretty pretty comforting and just like i'm i'm really looking forward to the future kind of like oh that's why yeah it kind of answered a lot of questions and and definitely made a lot of things you know little, made a little more sense in our mind okay let me ask you this can you still go to chipotle i can you can I, oh yes i was gonna say like all you racers you love your chipotle yeah you- i mean like i don't i don't go there if i can have my ideal but if i'm stuck i can get something like I can, I can manage there. So, yeah, good. Is uh, is this applicable to Jet as well? Because he's your brother, or is it like a totally different genetic makeup? No, he's a trash disposal. <laughs> he can, he can pretty much. He's a little more fortunate in that area. Uh, <laughs> he can pretty much eat whatever, anything he puts in his mouth. He can generally turn it into to energy and fuel. Yeah. So I haven't been blessed on that side of things. I've, <laughs> my body's definitely way more pickier on what it refuses to use and just, you know, got to get these things dialed and, and sorted out for the, the next year's really priority. So yeah. in, as far as my body health, you know, it's really important we get this thing on, on the money for the next year. But yeah. who knows? Maybe, who knows? Maybe, Jay, you know, I was good when I was in Europe. Like I was the fittest guy at the last 10 minutes and, you know, I was – doing podiums and stuff like that in my rookie MX2 year at 17, you know, so I was kind of like the same mm. outfit as, as what Jet is, you know, like winning nations, beating Osborne, uh, like three podiums, winning motos in an MXGP and the MX2 class, you know, but it was just not on the American scene, you know, so a lot yeah. of people don't, don't remember or, or even know that, but, you know, he might come across it when he hits the 20s, maybe 1920, he might, who knows? Or he may not, you know? Is there any chance it's food in America that's affected you? Because we all have such, so many chemicals and preservatives so, and everything. I don't I don't want to say it is, but a lot of these kind of <laughs> problems definitely have um, arisen in the States since yeah. we've gotten to the States and stuff. So... It definitely has made things different, difficult with, you know, the, just the pesticides, the yeah. all of the antibiotics, all the, just the stuff that gets, you know, put in these foods. But 
So there's that, but then there's also a lot of vegetables and also a lot of other things that you'd think are healthy, but I yeah. can't eat. So wow, 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 that's going to be different for like Osho, your trainer, because it seems like he was just just hammered down all the time. Oh, dude, he's he's chicken and cheese. We go to Chipotle. I'll just yeah. get the three a la carte chicken and cheese tacos. <laughs> we go Rubio's or whatever. Or Baja pub. Fresh is what he's... Yeah, Baja Fresh, yeah. chicken and cheese, tacos, a la carte. Like, he's a, he's a very, very simple guy. It was a lot It was a lot for Osho to take in because he was just, whatever you put in, it's got to be calories. You need calories to burn, you know? So he was he was old school in that matter. But, yeah, it was a, a lot for Osho to take in. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, speaking of Osho, Johnny O'Mara, your, uh, yep. your trainer, like for me... You know, I've said it to you before. Johnny is my hero, right? He's like a legend. And for yeah. me, me to hear you guys calling him a dinosaur and talking crap, I'm just like blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. So not like I've, I think I've called him like giving him a little crap every now and then, but I'm nowhere near as gnarly as what Jed is. He's, he is gnarly on that, but I'm definitely a more, you know, respectful on that side <laughs> and stuff. But, but it's cool, like, we, we've been, you know, we cycled the other day, obviously, like, we cycle every day, but, you know, the, on rides, there'll be another cyclist out there, or some guy walking, and they'll be like, oh, right, Osho, like, yeah, man, like, we, like good on you, dude, like, there'll be fans, you know, of yeah. Osho, like, it's pretty cool, like, to, like the, <laughs> the other day, he's like, is that Johnny O? Oh, Johnny, you're all right, man, like, I love you, Johnny. <laughs> And stuff like does he get and, does he get recognized on the trail more than you and jet yeah he does like wow. he does which i mean it's not like i mean when you're cycling and you know you're in your like or you got your bike helmet on and you your big glasses. You know, 100% glasses on they're, they're massive you know and so like it's hard to recognize people but i guess they just know osho like he's got osho on the back of his chamois and yeah so yeah, you know, like they know he's specialized, and but yeah, dude, it's it's cool. Like you always go around, like I always get so pumped for him, you know. Yeah. Because like he's, you know, he hasn't been in the sport for like racing for a long time, but obviously, like he's got those fans and stuff of people mm-hmm. like watched him race. So I'm always like, yeah, Johnny, like <laughs> it's awesome. I always hype him up. Yeah. Whenever he he doesn't post on Instagram very much, but I'm always one of the first people to double tap it. Anything yeah, across, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's not a massive social media guy. He's he always talks to us about like, man, I'd like be so sick if you guys just went off social media and just like killed it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Johnny, who cares? Like, we just want to kill it, dude. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Okay, so you guys are in California now. Uh, yeah, man. From what I understood, you you sold the house in uh, Eastvale, right? Because you guys yeah, moved no, to Florida, we, we so. Uh, yeah, we were just renting. We didn't. Okay. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any money to buy a house in California, but it's like. <laughs> but so you guys are here now. So Jet is staying with your agent Lucas Myrtle, and you're staying with the Osho. Correct. Correct. Oh, nice. What's and it? I'm loving it, mate. Call me silver spoon fed, but I do not like leaving the ninety two six seventy seven area code zip code. <laughs> it is beautiful over here, man. Yeah, Osho's place is nice. Nice neighborhood. Oh. Lovely, lovely. <clears throat> um, what's it like staying with your trainer? This is like, like you're you're accounted cool. for I'm, accounted for twenty four hours a day. Well, yes and no. I mean, you're accounted for if you're a slacker and you're a 
you don't work hard, but I mean, I work my butt off and, and I look at it as it like, we get to go ride our mountain bikes today. It's not like he's dragging me out the door yeah. and stuff. Like yeah. I'm the one that's looking to do extra and go to the gym and, and, you know, work on stuff like that, go running or, or, Hey, I'm going to go like just running in the sand today, you know, work on different stuff or whatever. Like, you know, so it's not like I ever feel any pressure. Like I eat healthy. I thought I ate healthy before, which mm-hmm. I did, but you know, I had to change the diet. Like I'm on that. Like he, it's not like he's ever, you know, like, Oh, Hey dude, do this. You know, Oh, Hey, you doing these? Like, Oh, you stretching. Oh, you doing like I do everything and beyond. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's got to be there checking up on me, you know? Yeah. And meanwhile, Jetson's over at Lucas's eating Doritos and uh, Ritz crackers. <laughs> like I said, trash disposal. <laughs> Anything you can get, you'll throw it down the hatch. <laughs> I was dying the other day when I was there, you know, shooting those photos for those guys. Yeah. And uh, Lucas goes, oh, give me, let me see so I can take a picture and send it to, to Hunter. <laughs> and I hear you go, oh, he's a fuck boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we like I said, we we have fun and we always give each other crap. Like that's, but yeah. I've said it before. You know, if anything was over there, I'm always gonna step in as big bro. Like that's that's just how it is, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was really cool that like uh, when I was there waiting to shoot those photos, you guys were all on a ride, and your dad goes with you guys and he rides the the, <laughs> intent, the intense taser, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on the antenna. That is so bike. badass, though. I mean, think about it. Like, people trash talk e-bikes all the time. But look, your dad can go with you on your training rides now. I know. And, and, and Johnny, he'll be the first one to, like, you know, give you a little jab about an e-bike or whatever. But but for that reason, he loves it. You know, he kind of laughs at the the guys that, that race and still train and they're riding e-bikes, you know. Yeah. But for someone like my dad who can, you know, when – the boys leave for a cycle you just see them off they go you know you never you don't get to experience what goes on out there so for dad he gets to get out there he experienced the grind up the hill the downhills where you recover like the the mental battle out there when it's you're like on this climb and it's just like oh my god like dude i could think of a hundred other places i'd rather be right now (laughs) like you know like especially trying to chase osho down yeah so it's awesome and i mean johnny like respects it dude like he's respects it like even now when when we don't get to ride with or dad can't ride with us like he's been going by himself and stuff trying to like get you know get his spin up and get his cadence better and get fitter and stuff so no yeah. dad's he's a trooper oh he's into it he was like showing me his bike and everything <laughs> <laughs> that's rad just tell it yeah Daz, I've, I've seen a mountain bike before mate like <laughs> so where do you guys ride then like osho loves elisa woods right yeah like johnny's area is sick like we could do three thousand feet of climbing and and literally stay within a 10 mile radius yeah. um like gee, even le- with a five mile radius like yeah. honestly how sick it is here but whenever guys- lucas's you know we'll go right out Irvine area and stuff like that but we kind of go all over sometimes we'll do a whole little tour you know all the way up to Aliso like Laguna Beach area the canyon uh the other day we went up to Rancho Santa Margarita from mm. you know down like Dana Point area and stuff but yeah dude do, do you guys do repeats of Mathis 
So we actually no, we don't ever go over there too often. Oh, okay. Um, just because it's like kind of kind of flat all the way there, and it's such a long distance on the flat all the way there. Oh, to get there, yeah. To get there, but we have done Mathis. That's a good climb. That's a really good one. Um, it's horrible. It's uh, come on now, dude. When I no? I saw Johnny one day doing repeats up uh, Choya. You know the real technical. I have I haven't been up that one. Oh, so I, I don't know that one. Sorry, it's pretty gnarly. I've seen him go up at standing up, like in. Oh the, yeah, Johnny, in, he don't in, mind getting out of the saddle. Yeah. He likes to get out of the saddle. He'll let it eat. <laughs> He's so gnarly. Yeah, he oh. is. So, um, I take it you don't miss Skyline. Uh actually, you know, I wouldn't mind going and riding it. Just you know. <laughs> But, dude, I, like, honestly, like, I love the technical, like, switchback stuff. Like, I'm not a massive fan of just, like, fire road climb up or, like, yeah. skyline. There's, like, fire road climbs around here. And it's just kind of, like, I'm not real pumped on it. Like, I love, like, I'll do them, obviously, and, and it's great. But my, if I could choose, like, for a fun ride, mm -hmm. I love the switchbacks and, and kind of technical stuff, you know, technical mm -hmm. short, like, where you still got to have good power and, and stuff like that and use upper body and stuff like that. That's kind of like, I really enjoy that. So more like Greer then. Yeah, exactly. Perfect yeah. example. Greer's sick. Like the climbs there are really cool. So, yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTshirtPrinters.com. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. What's up? This is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha team and I trust the Rai helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan and that the people who work at Rai are obsessed with building the best helmet they could possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me and this is why I choose Rai helmets. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, 
all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails, or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Okay, so going on to 2021, uh, Team Honda, is it Honda HRC or HRC Honda? Uh, <laughs> I always get it mixed you up. No, this Don, come on now. I know the answer, but I'm not going to tell you because you should know this. I just like send it to Anton and he fixes it. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. It's HRC well, Honda, right? Yeah, HRC okay. Honda. HRC Honda. Honda so I mean, Racing Corporation. Come yeah, on, Don. I knew that. Come on. That's an old school. Come on, come on Don. But uh, you obviously haven't started testing or riding but like what do you expect is the bike going to be vastly different from what you had at geico or is it going to be the same program just brought in house so it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty similar you know obviously the boys are still working on things we're working on engine stuff and there's going to be a few more things that come from japan you know being the hrc side which is is really cool but i don't I don't know the full extent because I'm not back on the bike yet in and yeah. amongst it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super busy with everything I've got going on at the moment, like as far as body and, and training and stuff. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty similar. And then, like like I said, they'll bring HRC stuff in for select things just because there was, there was obviously so much product and stuff being from coming from geico just mm-hmm. due to how many riders they had so it'd be silly not to use that stuff you know it'd be such a waste if they if they didn't choose to use that yeah you know what i was thinking about the other day is it's crazy to think that well i'm assuming they're out of that building but like everything that was in there where did it go right like <laughs> all those championship bikes all the gym equipment i mean that was such a incredible incredible facility and resource for guys like you. yeah it, 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 it truly was and i think that just heartbreak brought to 
you know, some of the best people in the industry, Jeff Myshak, Ziggy, yeah. you know, like, dude, those guys are unreal. Like, they're, they're just so freaking kind. Like, Jeff and Ziggy are both friends of mine, you know. Like, yeah. I I think of Jeff as a, a mate before a team owner, mm-hmm. like, literally, you know. So, it sucks to see that end how it has, you know, just really freaking shit, if I'm being quite honest. But... Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you're dead right, dude. Like, it's, man, there's so much stuff in there. The parts, the bikes, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know where it's all gone. Yeah. Man. So, you all have to drive to uh, Torrance to go hang out at the race shop then. Yeah, I know. It's a little further than, than old <laughs> Corona, but, I mean, hey, day at the office, baby. Yeah. Up and off we go. No, it's all right. Okay, you're uh, Alpine Stars head to toe. That's yeah, boy, the, that's cool. Was it was it exciting to get to sign a deal for yourself as opposed to just package deal with the team? A hundred percent. So that's another thing. You know, the a big decision. You know, David Durham, obviously being the the designer from Shift, um, went to Alpine Stars. You know, he found himself at Alpine Stars, and that was you know, one of the big key factors of the move, you know, being with him, you know, we love working with him and he loves working with us, you know, a lot of the stuff at shift, we work closely together on and, and then, you know, they kind of did him dirty with, with that. And then, so it's cool to work with him at Alpine stars. And then obviously Gabrielle, you know, he's an awesome guy. The company he's built, you know, is, is incredible. Like you don't realize a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they've got 10 of the 20, formula one drivers in alpine stars i think it's 12 or 14 of the moto gp mm-hmm. 12 or 14 out of 22 moto gp riders and then you know a bunch of the best motocross and supercross riders and dakar guys you know so mm-hmm. it's it's such a, a cool company and you know they've given us so much freedom and 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 cr- like room to play and be creative and really build a relationship that can see out our whole career so yeah it's like we're really pumped on that one where like you know when you always do a new deal everything's always like oh wait you know really happy with this new deal and blah blah it's going to be great but but this one really is is like close to our heart you know so mm-hmm. it's we're really pumped on that one we're really and, and was it always the goal to have you and jet in the same gear or was it ever a chance for you to be in something and jet and something else um, no, not really, because I mean, like Alpine Stars wanted us both because it's just like, you know, like you can talk more with Lucas about it, but there's obviously a promotional, a huge promotional yeah, his brother. Uh, advertisement standpoint from having both the brothers, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. like if they only got one, then, you know, it can be twisted a little bit and, you know, it's it's too stronger than one. So, I mean, it's good. It's, it's like I said, just the room we have being together, the, the room for creativity, the room, the freedom we have to, to grow with the company, with collaborations, with outside collaborations, with the gears, you know, helmets, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. So it's, it's yeah. Like it's just bitching, dude. It's yeah. really cool. Dude, that that uh, helmet is really nice. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's it's such a focused helmet in the discipline of just how much detail they've put into it, like how long it was in development and stuff like that. And and obviously the Alpine Stars crew are just so hands on, like they're just you know boots. They need to be tailored. They need it. gear needs to be tailored. What does it need to be do? This and that. Same with the helmet, you know. So they, the one goal, one vision slogan they have is just bang on, mate. You know, it's it's dead on. There's no exaggeration about it. They live up to their to their words. So, mm-hmm. hey, in your time on the uh, on the MXGP circuit, did you ever get to go to Oslo and visit the Alpine Stars headquarters? No, I didn't. In the time in MXGP, I was never. I never wore Alpine Stars actually. Ah, okay. the, you know, it's just the, the all-inclusive 250 team uh, deals. You know, so yeah. that's. I think that's one of the biggest, like one of the coolest things. You know, we're super fortunate, dude. 2020 years sucked for a lot of people. You know, even not even talking about sport, just in life in general with this whole pandemic and. The fact that, you know, we've got a 250 factory HRC ride and, you know, we got the gear category, we're able to sign a personal deal for gear. That's just like, you know, I can't thank Honda and Alpine Stars enough mm-hmm. and obviously Lucas for, for making it all possible. So it's yeah. cool. It's cool to see him believe still, you know, even after, you know, my year hasn't been the best. So Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're going to get the opportunity to go there one of these days. It's it's mind-blowing. I got to go there before nations one year and the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the guys in lab, the guys in lab coats, like <laughs> doing all this science oh, stuff. It's crazy. crazy. It's mind blowing. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, they're the first company to bring that, uh, the airbag into the kits. Yeah. At, uh, MotoGP. Yeah. Know, like they build an airbag kit that goes on deploys when there's a, an impact, you know, mm-hmm. like we talked a little bit about it with Gabriel saying, you know, like one of the big things was, making the suit that it would only deploy the airbags when it would smack the ground, you mm-hmm. know, or hit because sometimes you get a, a jolt on the bike that yeah. could like dummy effect hitting yeah. the ground and in testing that the suit would puff up and they'd crash because the, <laughs> the suit would, would puff up, you know? So yeah, mate, it's, it's extraordinary. It truly is, you know, like it's gnarly. Yeah. Um, what else? So, Part of the Geico team sponsorship was you got those intense bicycles, right? Because Jeff's also part owner of Intense, but is that Correct. carrying on with you or is uh, things changing? Uh, we don't actually know yet, mate. We don't We don't know. We're open as far as that side of things goes. Yeah. But, yeah, there's kind of a gray area. Blunt mm. question mark on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever you go, it's got to include an e-bike for your pops. <laughs> well, I hope we can whip him into shape that he can get a normal one. Maybe we can get him a normal one because I mean, no one wants to give bikes to just a dad. Like, because you imagine if he did get a bike and then all the mini parents out there, they'd be wanting to bikes, and you could imagine the havoc oh, that would cause. Maybe so. Maybe <laughs> so. So. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Is uh, are both of you guys in Red Bull? No, That's no, so that was just Jetson. Yeah, that was just Jetson. I missed the bus on that one, you know, with being injured in the Supercross, and obviously he did really well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for which is I'm not stressed on. You know, I've had a monster deal in the past and stuff, and 
it's awesome opportunity for him. They're going to kill it with the, you know, the content that they're going to push out. You know, some of the things I'll be included in just due to the fact I'm his brother. So that'll be mm. cool. And there's a relationship there. But, you know, I'm we're taking this as an opportunity, obviously, with the Alpine Star deal, having that freedom and stuff and being able to be creative. Oh, with your helmet. You yeah. know, yeah, exactly. You know, so we have that category. So that's a, another really great opportunity we've been given, um, you know, courtesy to honda and, and alpine stars yeah yeah um that video he did was pretty cool were you on hand for any of that it was awesome hey no i was out in california they flew back to florida for that mm -hmm. um shot that bang that out in four days and then flew back so no it that video is it's next level mate it's it's very rarely you see a video come from our sport that that cool you know so like Red Bull, their their game changes. They do they do things to the full extent, and and obviously it was it like you couldn't have picked a better timing, you know, like the HRC deal, boom, yeah. the Alpine Stars deal, boom, and then you've got the Red Bull deal on top of that. So I mean, it, it's just caught wings and taken flight. Like it's just it's pretty sick to see, you know. Yeah. So I hope I hope everyone was pumped on it because, like, of course I was jealous. I'm like, damn, that thing was sick, you know, like that was really cool, like. <laughs> yeah. So when does uh, so I know that Jetson's got his casual line coming. Is this something in in the future for you as well, or are you just kind of like, yeah? Yeah, for sure. No, most definitely. It's just still early, you know. Yeah. It's it's jet with the the donut thing. It, it came so natural, you know. It, it really kind of caught on like more than we ever thought it would be, you know. Like even Dad's just like freaking donut thing. Like it's. <laughs> it really caught wings and, and attached to jet. And, and now that's just what everyone like thinks of, you know, like it appeals great to the, the 10 to, to 18, 17 demographic, you know, the kids like they love it, you know, and even some adults love it. Like, so it fits him really well and it was natural and, and it just went. So I'm not trying to like, I'm Oh geez, I need a clothing brand now. Like we were, <laughs> we we're already planning on it, but, we're just letting it come to us, mate. Yeah. You know, we've got a great 2021 ahead of us. So, so why jump the gate and, and try and force something yeah. that's not, you got to let it come to you, you know, because like how many guys out there have a merchandise, a brand, uh, a clothing line, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, we're not stressed, mate. We're not in any rush. I'm still young. We've got a lot of years in the sport. So yeah. Hey, one comment I saw uh, in the uh, Alpine Stars reveal post. Uh, someone was like, oh, check out that watch. So, I mean, let's plug the – you have a watch sponsor, right? Not yet, baby, not yet. But not yet. But that, we're going to get some, there. You had that gigantic watch on your wrist. I'm like, okay, I don't know what it is, but I know it's expensive. Oh, yeah, the Panerai. Yeah. Yeah, the Panerai Lumina. Yeah, yeah, I sold that one. Um, yeah, I did. I love watches. I'd move in and out of them. Yeah, you know, a little side like investment deal thing. It, and it's crazy how like kind of, watches yeah. are almost like real estate. Like they kind of gain value sometimes. A hundred percent, mate. Every every watch I've owned, I've made money on, and then yeah. I can move to a nicer piece and stuff. And I mean, it's cool. Like I love it. Me and my agent Lucas love it. Like it's it's cool. Like last year we went back and seen the Hublot factory. Uh, my girlfriend's father has a good friend who's really high up in Hublot and. He gave us a tour of the factory and, and seen how they're made, and it definitely, I was already super crazy about watches and loved them. 
Yeah. But it definitely gave an even more understanding of like, oh my gosh, like this is, this justifies the price and some like these are just, these are handcrafted masterpieces. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. The one I had in a, in the photo shoot was a, it's a Rolex Datejust 41 rhodium dial. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, again, that's, that's literally another investment piece like for what I, what I purchased it for and, and what they're going for now because they're so hard to get is, like it's pretty gnarly. Like if you invested that amount, X amount, and then made the profit of what it's made mm-hmm. in a stock market or something in like this shorter time, you'd be like, "Holy crap!" Like, man, this is <laughs> unreal. So, yeah, it's definitely a cool little side thing and and a little bit of a passion. So, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I forgot why I posted a picture on Instagram or something filming a show. And I had a, a Rolex on, and you replied, "Oh, easy boy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, oh. you can't freaking slide one by my eyes, mate. I, I <laughs> always, the... always got my eyes out on people's wrists. I just—it's not that I'm like, "Oh, what's he got?" Like, "Oh, is yeah. it better than mine?" or whatever. It's literally just because I love it, mate. Even yeah. when I'm out in public, like it just catches my eye. It can says a lot about a person in in not their financial stability. Mm-hmm. or their situation it's literally just their personality yeah you know like it can be what what precious metal what strap they got what color the dial is what brand it's you know like yeah. it's just uh you can tell a lot from a person it's kind of like you get a, a rough like idea of how the personality is going to be as yeah. well like it's it sounds funny but it's it's true mate you can tell if someone's on the level of a doctor lawyer kind of straight shooter personality or kind of likes to party likes to have a fun time so yeah yeah i couldn't believe it because uh i went to a jeweler and had a ring made for my wife for yeah. her birthday or something like last year or year before yeah, yeah but i wore my watch in there and the guy offered me money for it like huh, and yep. like way more than i got it for like 10 years ago well wait yeah yeah 20 sure. years ago yeah sure. so it happens. I mean, Rolex are stupidly good, like with their their values and their marketing, you know, because they do. They have such limited like access. You know, you can't walk into a normal Rolex boutique and then ask for a precious metal sport model, yeah. just because everyone wants them. You know, like a like Rolex Daytona, for example. Like, dude, you can't get one in the next ten years unless you're someone. Mm-hmm. Like that has a connection in because they're literally so hard to get. Like you can get them for retail, like some models, $10,000 cheaper than the resale on the, on the, like the after market, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just because you cannot get them new. So you have to buy them pre-owned and the pre-owned watch market's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I was blown away. I was like, Hey, yeah, maybe I'll sell this thing buy a new bicycle yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly dude exactly move into a nicer piece or another piece but you got to be smart sometimes it's not worth it yeah now it was my 10th anniversary watch so there, there you go I'll dude on, that thing's priceless yeah. that thing's priceless all right what else hunter what okay so we know that you like watches now yeah we know that you got your health figured out yeah we know that you uh, are in between bicycle deals like what else is going on with h law <laughs> What else is going on with H Law? So he's been cleared to start, like, get back to golfing. Oh. So, yep. 
so he's back out on the links. A uh, little rusty, not going to lie. We uh, So uh, we played today, actually. That was really cool. We got to play today and shot 40. It was just a, like an executive's course, just a nine hole. So shot mm. 40, which I was That's content good. with. Pretty happy. That's good. You know, it was all right. Yeah. We lost. I lost. Uh, I think I lost two balls in total. I uh, And yeah. it was freezing, man. Geez, they didn't have any uh, like practice range. There was no range, so I couldn't warm up. Mm-hmm. And it was freaking cold, man. Like, dude, it's. It was cold. It was too cold for Cali. So yeah. we're a little uh, a little chilly on the first four holes. So that, it... we blame that. That's why we didn't we didn't shoot <laughs> good because of the weather. So Hey, isn't COVID golf weird? Like, I don't know, but the courses I've played at, they, like, don't let you pull the pin because they don't want you to touch the pin. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a little, a little rough in, in some areas. But, I mean, mate, I love being out on the course. Like, it's just so freaking beautiful and slow down and it's enjoyable i love it so yeah no complaints from me mate just when i lose my ball that's the only complaint who do you play with uh generally lucas um i got a buddy that plays down lives down in johnny's area mm-hmm. um but normally lucas um jet will go along jet's trying to crack onto it but i just don't think he's old enough to get it yet you know he's mm. gets too worked up and, and angry um <laughs> But yeah, we got a few buddies around here that we can, you know, we tee up and go. We've been with Dr. G. Um, he's before. serious, huh? Doc G's like all in. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I mean, that's like we, we're not out mucking around. Like I wouldn't say, I don't know if you could say we're all in, but I mean, we're definitely invested in our game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's Lucas at it? Good, good. He shot 36 this morning. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, you guys are good. A, yeah, like it was a, and like I said, we didn't really have a great, great start to the round. But no, I mean, it was it was good. Golf's funny. You can it's sometimes you get a good break, sometimes you don't. But either way, you got to carry on and play it where it lies. You know, so mm-hmm. to say, it's uh, very relatable to life. You know, sometimes you get a good break, sometimes you don't. Just got to play it how it is. I don't imagine Osho plays golf. No, he's not. So he's not all that pumped on golf. Like I, I ask him a bunch of times, but he's not. Nah, it's not my thing. <laughs> right on. Well, hey man, I'm. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that you're. Uh, you're about to get cleared to ride, and then and yeah, then, buddy. Even up until then, it sounds like you're living your life right now and enjoying things and golfing. I am. Mate. And I am cycling. Yeah, and- I haven't been. Oh no, I've been working my ass off the past six weeks, dude. I've only been cleared to golf now, so mm. I've been I've been working my butt off, dude. Like, and I've been enjoying it because it's I'm seeing it. I'm seeing progress. I'm seeing changes. I'm seeing uh, leaps and bounds of improvements mm-hmm. as to where past two years I feel like I've been working my ass into the ground and just not seeing any improvements. So, yeah, it's uh. It's cool, man. I hope uh, next time we talk is either to link up to go play golf or, or mountain bike or, you know, after a really good race result. So Yeah, talk about a win. Yeah, exactly. That'd hey, what's be, that's what's the number next year? Uh, 41, baby. 41. That's a yeah. sick number. It is. It's clean. It's a lot lower number than I was thinking I was going to get. Jeez, I was expecting something above 70. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 41 but, sick. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I wore 41 at... Loretta Lynn's in 2007. 
How'd you do? Uh, okay. Like, Forget us. like, like 20, 27, okay. 12, four or something like that. Okay. So as long I, as I'm, I figured out, I figured out the ruts 11, at the end. Three. We'll be good. <laughs> nice. Well, Hey buddy, thanks for the time. Um, Looking forward to seeing you on the uh, new bike here real soon. I think there's a there's like a Honda team intro on December 11th or something. Yes, or... sir. Yes, sir. I think it's eighth. Okay. Well, check your gonna... dates, Don. Check your dates. All righty. Well, buddy, All thanks right, for the Don. time. Pleasure talking, mate. Anytime. Okay. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Swap Moto Podcast with Hunter Lawrence. We will uh, catch you next time. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.